It's just too much. I think she's a very nice girl. And they just made me employee of the month yesterday, so I'm getting a lot of calls. I know where I'm not wanted, and I'm not wanted any place where people have all these social obligations if you get one of me. That's not true. You have you have two kinds of stuffing. You have real cranberry sauce. Run! I mean, I have absolutely no idea what we're doing here, or what I'm doing here, or what this place is about, but I am determined to enjoy myself. And I'm very intrigued, and oh my, this soup's delicious, isn't it? Hello and welcome to the Best Supporting After Show, where we continue to clean out on all things Best Supporting Actress. When the seasons allow, we talk about awards. We usually have things we've been watching that we check in on. We always have an assignment we need to check up on, and we always have a BSA of the week. And I am still Colin. And I'm still Nick. And uh, I'm going to ask you that $64,000 question. Yeah. How you doing? I'm doing good. Uh, we had a one of Keon's friends from New Hampshire came in for the weekend, so there was a lot of uh, playing host, obviously, too, and going to some stuff in Pittsburgh, but she's done a lot of it. She's been here a handful of times, so it was nice that we can kind of just hang and still go to like some cool restaurants and stuff like that, but I think... The main thing that I'm excited about is uh, our staycation next week. I'm super Ugh. thrilled. And it's still a little bit warm right now, but I think by the time the end of the week comes in, or maybe by the end of the weekend, it's going to be like fall. It's going to feel like fall, which is really thrilling. Ugh, perfect timing. Perfect vacation weather. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, by the time this episode is out... You're going to be, I always think about in Mrs. Doubtfire, you know, when he's, there's a montage of when, you know, he's at work and he's like stamping the boxes and then like heads yes, out. Yes, yes, yes. Do you remember what I'm talking about? Yes, I, I know always exactly. think of that whenever I'm wrapping up the day at work and I'm just bing, bang, bong and I'm just stamping the boxes in Mrs. Doubtfire. So you're, you're going to be stamping the boxes soon. Yes, I can't wait. I don't think I told you this. This is like a little bit of a tangent, but we're going to see Harry Styles. Did I tell you that? No, you love him. I, I mean, I do love him. And the situation is, uh, it's interesting because I did not voluntarily like seek this out, I guess. Our friend Laura, um, her husband and her are celebrating their five-year anniversary. So he's like, I want to get you something. I know you want to go to this concert. So he's flying. Um, her cousin, Katie, was one of my voice students. So that's how I met Laura. And they're both fabulous. And I love them a lot. And... He was like, why don't I just like fly Katie up from Atlanta and you can and I'm going to buy you all tickets to go see Harry Styles. And I was like, all right, let's do it, because I'm sure it's going to be a great time. I, I do like his music. I don't know. You know, like I'm not off book, as the kids say, but uh, sure. Yeah. I think it should be. A, I'm going to I think Keon said, too, he's like, I think we should take earplugs just because of the mm. wall of sound from all the teens and moms and the gays, you know. Yeah, yeah, no, but but I, Keon, I think you, I think you're right. I think bring earplugs. You know, uh, it's better to not need them than wish you had them. Yeah, yes, exactly. And uh, so that's actually going to be, you know, today's episode will be released on Friday, but we're actually going Thursday, the the release of the main episode. So um, I will be, you know, recuperating from that. But it's going to be a lovely weekend. Just like kick off the staycation. We're celebrating our friends friend Patrick's birthday on Friday and then Saturday is my friend Jess's housewarming party and then Sunday is high tea have you ever done oh high tea Colin I have not done high tea I assume 
this is a uh, this is not a medicinal situation. It's not. I mean, maybe I might be participating in high tea when I go. But, I'm, yes, um, right. Any, any tea is high if you're brave enough. You know? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But it's it's really lovely. I would. I, you know, I know they have it in New York, obviously too. But like, it's just like finger sandwiches and scones and sweets, and you get like two choices of tea. Um, you know, you do your first little pot and then you could choose another if you want or do the same one. It is like everything you think it is. It's like, you know, it's like at a bed and breakfast in Pittsburgh. There's tablecloths. It's usually all women, but like we love mm. going every once in a while. So um, we're going to go on Sunday. So I think that should be a lot of fun. Oh, I want like an in-depth picture of every single sandwich and scone. I want to be able to like to figure out which kind of flour was used. Yes, so, exactly. It's always that beautiful. camera close. Yes, yeah. I will. I will. Um, uh, I guess the question I would ask is, no, I've never been to high tea. Uh, I just get stoned and make celestial seasonings in my kitchen. <laughs> uh, what do you wear to high tea? That's a good question. You can kind of come as you are. Like sometimes, like we've seen, you know, Mothers and daughters come like I took my mom there for Mother's Day a couple years ago and she just like lost her mind like she loved it. She was just like, oh, my God, she says, you know, anytime she has a good day, she's like, if I died tonight, I would die a happy woman. (laughs) And Keon's like, stop saying that. Yeah, I know. She always goes there. I don't know why. But it was uh, she lost her mind. But yeah, like sometimes there's like little girls in princess dresses. And like I said, very few men, but like we just kind of go because it's it's fun. And like I feel like a lot of it's a good Mother's Day spot. Um, yeah. But I would say in general, you could get away. You know, you don't want to look like a schlub, but you could get no. away with like, you know, like a polo and shorts and maybe boat shoes. You know what I mean? But if you wore mm-hmm. jeans and sneakers and like a, a Nike T-shirt, you it's it's fine. I don't think they have any sort of dress code. Yeah, they're not going to tell you to get out. Get out. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, but how about you? How have you been? I've been good. I have been, you know, the journey of my temporary, my temporary, my temporary semi-retirement, my temporary (laughs) semi-retirement continues. And, you know, I, I can continue doing this, but, you know, between, you know, with Patreon and just savings and whatnot, it's like, you know, really at the end of the day, I mean, I've kind of, I've, I've spun myself into butter a few times about like, what am I doing in New York? Why am I paying this much rent? Blah, blah, sure. blah. I don't even know if I love this city. I hate Manhattan, blah, blah, blah. Um, but at the end of the day, like at some point, maybe early next year, I could start supplementing my income with maybe start doing some freelance stuff or something like that. Yeah. And it wouldn't be very much before it's like, oh, okay, I can sustain this life for a while. So I think... Ask me a week ago, and I would have been spiraling out of, like, what am I even doing here? What am I even doing with my life? What is this? A week later, now I'm kind of like, okay, this is, I guess, what my life is. And I think I just need to put I need to put some structure into it. Because right now, it's just, it's just a river of bisque. You know, there's just no yeah. structure. It just flows. And I don't know one day from the next. And the only thing that keeps any structure is like recording podcasts. Yeah. And so I think just committing more to like, for example, leaning into like, okay, my podcast schedule means that like Sundays, for example, are an all day thing because I wake up, 
I watch whatever I got to watch. I take notes. I record with Johnny. I edit afterwards. And by the time and then I post an episode, and by the time all that's done, it's the evening and I'm burnt out. So it's yeah. not burnt out, but like I've used all the energy for that day. And so I think it's just kind of formalizing that in my mind of like, you have a schedule. You work on Sundays, you work on Tuesdays, you can do a little work in between on Mondays. Thursdays and Fridays are kind of your weekend. Saturdays can be if you don't have much to, you know, prepare for. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Uh, trying to make this feel like a real life instead of this like raft that I'm floating on in the middle of like, what is my life ocean, you know? Yeah, I feel like the switch that you feel, it's like the the light switch from one side to the other side is like bigger than you think it is, where it's just like, oh, I'm just going to flick this on and then maybe pick up a few more gigs and actually like do some other things and see where that, I think it's, I mean, it's all a process, I feel. It's like, it's like mm-hmm. when you have a day job and, you know, hopefully sometime down the line for myself, I could sort of wean off of that as well and pick up more voiceover work and do whatever it happens to be. But um, I it's like, when do you when do you cut ties with that? Whereas you're sort of building this new life where it's like you're just taking things from certain boxes of skills and how does this all add up? But I think if, if it sounds like it's coming together in a really exciting way. I think it is. I think, you know, like most things, it's like it comes together when you kind of get out of the way a little bit. You just do your thing and like don't try to like force it too much. And, you know, so far, yeah, it's been it's been good. And I I think a lot of it is probably just getting like realizing that I'm probably a little bit out of my comfort zone, not having a soul sucking day job. Yeah, Like that is what I've known my entire adult life. Mm -hmm. And so it's like uh-oh, if I don't have a day job, if I don't, you know, if I don't have the Sunday scaries, then, like, who am I? Um, so it's, it, it, it is, it's all really, you know, the calls are coming from inside the house. But, you know, I, uh, I'm eternally grateful that I get to, like, take this time to answer those calls, you know? Um, yeah, you have the time to do it. Yeah, I've been in the situation before where I had negative money in the bank and I was trying to figure these things out. Mm-hmm. So um, I know how stressful that can be and yeah. uh, I don't ever want to go back to that. So, so it's been good. And uh, you know, this week, you know, I've been, it's like suddenly I've got plans. I feel like as the seasons shift and summer was just this weird nebulous thing. Now it's like, Oh, I got plans. I'm busy. I'm going out and I exist, you know? Yeah. Fall is upon us. I feel like, I feel like I want to go outside more during fall than summer, which shouldn't be oh, the case, but it is the case yeah. for me. I think it's just good common sense. I When I think about it, it's like, why do we want to be out in the summer? It's disgusting. <laughs> I know. It's, it's terrible. It, it's awful. And so, yeah, of course, it's like, oh, it's a brisk 52 and I can wear a light jacket. Uh, sweater weather. See it. See it a night, you know? Yeah. Um, yes. So, so yeah, so things are good. I, I was having, and I, don't, I think I'm not going to make any big changes, but I was having briefly a, a crisis of New York of like, do I need to leave New York? Do I need to go to Chicago? Should I try Chicago? I've only been there twice in the summer. Maybe I should go to Chicago. Yeah, um, yeah. So I uh, am slowing my roll. Maybe I'll get an Airbnb for a few days in Chicago at some point and see how I feel. But yeah, Test the waters. Um, yeah, but you know. It's mostly, ultimately, it just comes down to like, oh, the rent would be cheaper in Chicago. That's pretty yeah. much the only reason I'd move. So, um, so I'm like, oh, why don't I just make more money? You know, if that's yep. if the issue is just money, then just make a little more. You know? Yep. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, it's that easy. So anyway, <laughs> um, so simple. Uh, 
let's uh, let's move into uh, what what have you been watching? What's on your agenda this week? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna just ease into it here. Um, the one thing that I was really excited to to watch this week was the trailer for the new Scream movie. Yes, which is just called Scream. It's not Scream just Five. Scream. Keon just was Keon was really annoyed by that. <laughs> I don't know why he was like they're calling it Scream. I was like, well. Okay. I mean, it's it, it is. I I don't quite get the logic of it, but I guess same. You know, whatever. Yeah. Um, now, are you? I feel like I do know this because we've talked about this a little bit. You are a big a fan queen. of Scream, a Scream queen, if you will. Which, by the way, Scream has like the most jump scares of like any franchise, not for nothing. I know. And again, I'm adding to the complexity of like what passes the Nick test of horror movie. You know, I don't know what that is, but I'm I'm gonna make a list uh, so that way I can just like send you oh. send you a checklist of like what right. I can't handle. Um, but it's it's hard to describe but going back like i was obsessed with scream when i was younger like i saw them and i was afraid and mm-hmm. but like i still like once i saw it i saw it and i watched it like 600 times and i was like the first three movies i've seen a lot um and i think going back to that world like because the trailer is pretty jumpy like it's pretty uh action packed yeah. really it's kind of yeah like, they got a lot going on yeah so uh Will I be scared? Yes, of course. But I, I totally plan on seeing this. I can't wait to do the BSAs of Scream. I think it'll be great. Yeah, I mean, uh, you say you've seen the first three many times. Are you not a big fan of the fourth one? I did see the fourth. I don't remember a lick of it at all. Okay. Um, okay. I re- Emma, Emma Roberts, right? That was her? I think so. I didn't see the fourth one. So okay. I think I've, I've seen the first two. And maybe I've seen Scream 3, but I wasn't really paying attention. I feel like I've seen parts of it. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, the first two I'm uh, very familiar with, and uh, yeah, we'll see. I mean, whenever whenever I think of Scream, I just think like, oh, Sydney, you must just be frustrated at this point, you know? I know, but I'm. It just feels, even though the movie itself is scary, and I'm I'm definitely gonna be scared. It feels safe at the same time. I don't know why. Maybe just because I'm mm. so familiar with the franchise, and yeah, there's that warm sort of nostalgic feeling. But uh, I can't wait for it. January, yeah, of January, all yeah, yeah, mid January. So that'll be fun. So that's um, and we will, de- yeah, we will definitely do uh, the BSAs of Scream. Maybe we'll even we'll we'll try to do the BSAs of the franchise. You know, oh, that would be fun. That would be real. Yeah, fun. let's do that. Let's yeah. expand it. Um, okay, well, fun. Well, I, um, it's not a trailer. I've been. I feel like I watched. Uh, there's there's two documentaries that are out right now that I feel are kind of like almost companion pieces. So uh, one is this documentary on HBO called The Way Down, which mm. is all about this, the remnant church. And it was, um, you know, it was basically, it was, I guess I, it was a, it started with folks who were part of this, like, you know, this church, this remnant church. And then this woman who was a part of the church basically started a weight loss program that was informed by the church and informed by God and religion. And essentially there was a thesis of like, you know, it was basically she, she took portion control and she added prayer to it, you know, and like pretended it was like a, you know, uh, that she was being guided by God. And anyway, that of course 
blew up into like a cult and then, you know, things, you know, it, it just got worse and worse. And, you know, obviously it's one of those things where the more they dig into it, the more fucked up it gets. But um, it was interesting. You know, it was, uh, I kind of feel like um, the way down, it's kind of like there was the White Lotus and then there was Nine Perfect Strangers. And I feel like the way down and Lula Rich kind of feel like a similar pairing. I see. Is Lula Rich the White Lotus? Or... I think it is. Okay. I think it is. Yeah. Oh, maybe. I, I think so. I think I was a little more interested in Lula Rich. I think the way down, it almost felt, I don't know. That I, I, I didn't, I don't know. I disengaged a little bit. But Lula Rich, I also finished as well. And that was really interesting. I've always kind of been aware of like multi-level marketing mm-hmm. and, you know, Lula Row. And I've been fascinated by that. And so, um it was, you know, everything you expect. It's, you know, only the people at the top make money. But yeah, you know, uh, worth watching if you've got if you want like a light, you know, easy documentary in four parts to watch. You know, these are, you know, these are very accessible. Yes. Uh, great. I have two um, really brief like music things to mention too. Um, mm. Today, actually, the day that this episode is released um, is the release of kelly clarkson's second christmas album which i am thrilled about i hope it's as good as the first wrapped in red is like a go-to in this house um i'm sure that album is great oh the covers are great the original songs are great i just i just love kelly so i'm i'm interested to see you know who she's collaborating with and like uh more original songs that are hopefully great so i can't wait but i i can't believe she didn't move her date her release date because Adele's coming out with her next single today. Mm. And have you have you dived into that at all? Are you do you care? Are you just like, okay, I'm excited, but I'm not freaking out. Where are you in that spectrum? I, I have not I have not put much time, talent, or energy towards it. I think Adele is great. I hope the song is great, and when it comes out, I will listen to it. And I think that's um That's all you know yeah. so far. Yeah, yeah, there's, you know, there's some things that I get very excited about, and there's some things where I'm like, oh, I'm sure that'll be good. Yeah, I'll check it out when it comes out, but I won't yeah. be first in line, you know? Yeah, I I can't stop thinking about it on the other end of the spectrum. I'm mm, really yeah. excited. I feel like it's like every other album's really great. 19 is really great, though, in its own way, Like and, and 21 is perfect. 25 is good, and it's hard because it came after 21 and it's never going to be 21. But I think that, mm. you know, this is the divorce album for all intents and purposes. It's, right. you know, it's it's more sad, I guess. And everyone, I it's hope. so interesting how everyone is just so ready to cry. Like, that's how everyone, like everyone's status. Can't wait to cry to this. And I'm like, I, I mean, that's not what I'm looking forward to the most. I'm looking forward to like some really great you know songwriting and like I'm, I'm sure there will be songs that make me emotional but like that willingness to like dive into that like what is that you know what I mean like everyone's just like I can't wait to cry <laughs> yeah I mean I guess it's kind of like watching a really sad movie and you know I think yeah. certain music where it's like I I don't know there's a I guess it's the catharsis of it I think yeah. you know that's what I think of when when you said that everyone can't wait to cry I thought oh People just need to get their feelings out, and this is like a really efficient way of doing it, you know? Yeah, um, I guess so. So, you know, maybe there's that. Uh, there's probably a whole TED talk about why we love to cry at certain yes, things, you yes, know? Yes, yes, yes. Um, if you had to, if you had to pick a favorite Adele song, who would it be? 
Oh, my Lord. Yeah. All the hard questions today. I I would need some time. Yeah. Because I was, uh, you know, the BSAs of 21 alone, really. They're so, sure. It's like it's picking your favorite child. I. How about... That, I understand. That's very challenging. Yeah. If you if you were in a karaoke situation and you're like, okay, I got to do an Adele song. Which one do I feel confident <laughs> I can get up there and uh, do? Which one would you do? Oh my gosh. Um, I mean, I feel like every I I enjoy a karaoke song where other where the crowd can participate. My go to karaoke song is "I Want It That Way" by Backstreet Boys because everyone sure. kind of gets into it. And I can like mm-hmm. when it when it gets really high, I can just like point my mic, you know, towards the audience and just like sure. Um, but I feel like Rolling in the Deep would be such a great song because everyone knows it. Like everyone just yes. like someone like you is just too sad. But Rolling in the Deep mm-hmm. would be like it would get the crowd excited. So I'll go with that. Okay. All right. Uh great. I don't have one because no one needs to hear me do karaoke, but I love Adele. I love Set Fire to the Rain. I love, I mean, Rolling in the Deep, obviously, we've all heard many times. I'm going to quickly go to Spotify because I feel like I'm going to forget yeah. one. And I, I mean, I don't want to have erasure. One and Only is pretty great, too. Um, and this oh, and is off to anyone. Knows. Hello. Uh, hello, Sad. Yeah. Uh, um, take It All is really good. It might be Take It uh, Take It All might be my favorite song of 21. Maybe. Mm. That's a hot take, oh, but if I had to Glory answer Glory is right. a good one. Yeah. yeah, that's off 19, I think, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I do love Rumor Has It as well. I do think that song, you know, she's got a... She, I like Rumor. I don't know if I'd sing it, but I like it. Rumor Has It is great, but it always reminds me, for anyone who's seen Smash, there is oh. a scene where they take Karen Cartwright, a.k.a. Catherine McPhee, and they take her out to this karaoke bar, and they all, like, it's your worst nightmare. It's like all the musical theater kids get up and do a choreographed dance. You've seen it. Have you seen it? I, because that was in season one. It is. I think I got, like, six episodes There's a lot of clapping. Oh, I hated it. Yeah, and I, I can't um, think of anything yeah. else besides that. But like, with that being said, if I if I really force myself to not remember that moment, it's great. Like, set fire. Yeah, is great too. I feel that way sometimes about like songs that are done on Glee, and I don't really like follow Glee songs. But if I yes. hear it, it's like ugh. It's like oh, it's this like tinny version of the original song. Why do Glee songs always sound so tinny? Am I crazy? Yeah, I know what you mean. It's just like a Ugh. certain like lens put on it, but it's, you know, whatever that translates to in the audio world. It's just. It's like they kind of turned on the the Alvin and the Chipmunks filter like 20%. You know? Yeah, of course. Yeah. But anyway, Adele, I can't wait to hear you. She released a little bit of her song or single, and I, I can't wait to hear it. Great. Um, well, it's another documentary that I watched that I highly recommend. It It's. It was almost your your best supporting assignment. Um, But it's on HBO. It's called 15 Minutes of Shame. And it was produced by, like, the guy who did Catfish and Monica Lewinsky. And it's all about people being canceled and and the quote-unquote cancel culture. And, and, you know, they interviewing people who were canceled and, like, kind of getting the larger story and, like, seeing what it did to their lives. And um, just putting a larger kind of scope on where this is coming from and why it happens and how, you know, for example, a lot of it is 
you know, the, the, the reason Twitter is so contagious, you know, contentious is on purpose because that makes them more money. And yeah, it, it's really eye opening. And I, I, I just, I think, I don't know. It's one of those things you finish watching. You're like, Oh, I'm going to delete my Twitter. And then I don't do it. But I've been feeling obviously, you know, over the past, you know, two years spending way more time on social media and specifically Twitter. I hate it. I just hate it. I hate everything about it. And it's bringing me less and less joy. And this is just like further confirmation of like, ugh, social media is so gross. The only things I like about it are like the curated experiences. You know, I think of like the We Love to Hate TV group on Facebook, you know, like closed groups where you create communities of like minded people. Yeah. That sounds lovely, but like comment sections and Twitter threads about outrage and whatnot. Ugh, it's so gross. But 15 Minutes of Shame is fabulous. Really highly recommended. Okay, great. I It's been a while since I've... I, I never... Th- it's not that I never think to look up documentaries whenever I'm on like HBO or any other platform too, but I'm, I'm due for like a browse on each of the platforms, you know? So that's good. Maybe I'll start with that. Mm. I'd start with this one. Yeah, it's very engaging. It's really interesting. Um, nice. And obviously super relevant. Yeah. Um, speaking of super relevant, at least to this podcast, um, I read an article today. It was one of those articles that pop up like when you just like log on to Google or whatever, like they just have yep. little articles there and they know exactly what I want to see. Yep. And um, there was an announcement that, of course, I don't know his name, but the man who um, I think wrote and directed The Father. He's uh, Florian. He's got like a, a French name. I'll look it yeah. up. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, so they, Florian Zeller. Yes, yes, yes. And I don't, I don't know if he directed mm-hmm. it, but he is in the process of writing a... So it's going to be a trilogy, Colin. Um, it's the next one. Unfortunately, we're going to have to wait for the mother. But the son, <gasps> the son is coming next. And there are only three people that have been announced for the casting of the son. But it's Hugh Jackman, which is like, fine. I, I don't feel okay. anything. You know, it's just kind of, okay, Hugh Jackman. And then Vanessa Kirby, and then mm. Laura Dern. Oh my God! So two Ugh. women that we love, and Hugh Jackman, and Hugh Jackman, who we who, like, you know, yeah. No, but I, I like him fine. Now, this is going to be a movie or a play. This is a movie. This is a prequel to The Father, and oh I believe the mother. I think the. I, I might be getting this incorrect, but if I'm remembering correctly. The son is the prequel. The father is the father, and then the like the third of the trilogy is the mother. Oh my god! Can you imagine? I, love this. I don't even know. I don't even know what that's gonna be yet. But I yeah. can't wait. Ugh. I mean the. Ugh, I can't wait. That's great. That's so exciting. I mean, some people get excited for Avatar or Star Wars and these the and and the Marvel universe. I am here for the Florian Zeller universe. Honestly, yes. And you know what? I'm reading my notes here, and it says it forms the middle chapter of a trilogy, so we can presumably expect the mother to arrive in a couple years. So maybe it is father, son, mother in that order, rather than a prequel. For some reason, I had either way, we're getting the mother at some point, and that's really all that matters. Oh my God. I can't even think. I mean, who? Who could have? I mean, ugh. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I can't wait, though. Uh, so I thought I, I've held that in all day. I wanted to text you the article immediately, but I was like, nope, save it for the pod. Oh, we'll send it after and I can just, you know, I can wrap myself up. Yes, in it exactly. And exactly. Cuddle <laughs> into it. Um, 
the last thing on my list, and I don't, I'm not going to dive into it too deep because I just think it's really messy territory, but I decided that I wanted to see what Dave Chappelle's special, The Closer, was. I wanted to see what the controversy was and, and kind of just see the larger picture. Sure. Um, it's whew, good. Yeah. I think it's, uh, no one cares what I think, but, uh, so I'm no one, so I'm not going to get into what I think, but it is really, it's, it's interesting to watch the whole thing and then to really pull back and see like the people who are arguing, you know, sure for him, the people who are arguing against it. And, and from things I'm seeing, it's like, it, it is, there's, there are, there are some black and white areas and then there's some gray areas and, uh, it's not that's not to validate the things that people are really upset about or invalidate their feelings, but it's there's it ultimately like the more I think about it, the more I see holes in it, you know, the more like I I don't want to jump on the bandwagon of like, I didn't like that line, cancel it. But mm-hmm. like I think that I think actually the people who are reducing it to one or two jokes are maybe missing some of the larger flaws. If you know what I mean, like, sure. I think if you're going to I just think if you're going to critique it, I actually think there's one or two like sound bites that are definitely like, Ugh, but it's like those are actually those are bait. There's actually larger gaps that are probably worth looking at if you want to see flaws with this, you know. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't know. I watched it because I just maybe it was especially after watching 15 minutes of shame. It wasn't that I was like, oh, Dave Chappelle's being unfairly canceled because the man is rich and famous and untouchable you can't cancel him you know like it it's that's maybe the largest flaw is that he's doing this speech this you know, the special as if he could be canceled you know um mm-hmm. compared to the people in this documentary who like are unemployed and running out of money yeah. and struggling it's like dude you're fucking set so like i don't know what you're complaining about uh but then there are other points where it's like oh that's an interesting observation it's couch with some other ideas I don't really like, but you know, it's like, I guess I'm just trying to, I think I always think of Rosemary's baby. When I think of this, it's a <laughs> movie that I love. I know it's a direct connection, but it's a movie that I love. That's directed by somebody who's obviously like yeah. a dirtbag. Mm-hmm. And so how do you appreciate, how do you extract elements that you appreciate, but also recognize the elements that you don't? Yeah. Because I, I wouldn't want to just cancel Rosemary's baby. Like what a loss. Um, yeah. And I don't necessarily think the closer is, is the Rosemary's baby of stand-up specials. Um, I, again, the more I think of it, the more I'm like, uh, I, I want to see your point. And I think there's some in there, but uh, some, I just don't think you're making it. And then the more I thought of it, I was like, and you don't really have to. You know, because at the end of the day, whatever money you made from this special, you're going to make. And the people that like you are going to like you. And the people that don't like you you aren't going to like you. And you're still going to have millions of dollars. So, um, yeah, nothing changes for him, really. Financially, at least. And, you know, he's secure. I I will have to. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, the last thing I would just say is to to have Dave Chappelle kind of be the figurehead of like being canceled is, is really because of that feels false. I think the people that I saw in this documentary, I thought was a much more impactful narrative about cancel culture. Yeah. It sounds like it. It really does. So, um, I don't have anything so, to really yeah. add, but I know I, I Where do have do you something go? to talk about. Um, I honestly, maybe uh, best supporting assignment, I think. Is there anything yeah, else let's... that you have to say before that? 
No, I've probably, you know, I've, I'm sure I've said something that I'll regret. So there it is, <laughs> folks. Ha-cha-cha. So let's move on to Best Supporting Assignment. Yes, where we regret nothing about what we watched yes, the past exactly. week. Yes, exactly. I feel that both of us won. Uh, so you assigned me uh, to finish watching the rest of season one of Work in Progress. And uh, it's just so good. Mm. I mean, I I can't tell you. I know you feel the same, obviously, too. And I don't know how to pronounce her name in real life, too. But um, the actress who plays Campbell, just the character of Campbell and the oh, two of them yeah. together. I... It is like a crime that this movie, this movie, this show is not like gaining more traction or like, you know, nominated for a Golden Globe, for God's sakes. Like, I just don't know why people mm-hmm. aren't losing their minds over this show because it is solid. It's like you think about queer content uh, in shows like Looking and, you know, I know that Queer as Folk is coming back too and like. Everyone always has something to say, you know what I mean? Especially if it's like a gay show, so it's like surrounded by gay, you know, it's it's gay men. But then when like this incredible, smart, witty, poignant, beautiful show comes out, like that, it, it's like, it's, is it just because it's a lesbian? You know, like, I don't understand. Is, is there something yeah. there, you know? I, I, I fully know what you mean, where it's just, I just feel like this show is accomplishing so much and I just want it to be on more people's radars. And, um, I love, yeah, Abby and Campbell it's and in season two. If you love that friendship, just wait till season two. I watched, I think three quarters of the first episode of season two, like where uh, Abby moved in with her and Uh, that relationship Uh is, is, I, I love that. I'm like more Campbell, please. I feel like the. You know, the people spoke, whoever watched season one, and they're like, more Campbell. And I I can't wait to see where she goes next. It is, it's airtight. Like, there's not yeah. one complaint about this uh, show. And I Ugh. I want to shout it from the rooftops. Ugh, I'm so pleased. Ugh. And so you're in. You're, you're I'm in. Keep like, I, okay. Yes, I will continue to watch. Um, I just the two things, the one Campbell line that makes that made me laugh so hard is where Abby says, I think you need to stop watching so many murder documentaries. And Campbell says, I think you need to start. (laughs) (laughs) Like it was such a like the way that she says it. And like she's like dropping her off. Like it's just like it's so quick. Like the two of them together are magic. And I, I, I yeah, I can't believe how great this show is. It feels like improv with the yeah. scenes. Like it just feels so natural. I, it's it's one of my favorite relationships. I mean, in the way that I love, you know, Anna and Maya. I love Abby and Campbell. Oh yeah, like I, everyone needs a Campbell in their life. Like she covers, yeah. she checks so many boxes, and I I'm just obsessed with her and uh, and this show. So go watch Work in Progress. I know it's on showtime and that's probably hard for a lot of people i feel like a lot of people aren't running towards showtime but if you can get it somehow uh you won't regret it yeah i mean this is like worth buying the seasons support this show support this little queer show full of gay folks and trans folks and everybody you know of all shapes and colors and pronouns and and it's all in chicago and full of chicago talent and i just i love how 
deeply Chicago it is. It just makes me happy. Um, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Good, good. Oh, I'm so pleased. I'm so happy because this, of course, is my, you know, I feel the same way. Yeah. Uh, I can't wait to finish it so we can finally have our episode. So that's, yes. that's motivation for me. Yes. Absolutely. Um, well, my assignment was to watch the first episode of The Great British Bake Off. Yay! Which, of course, I did. I mean, how could I wait? And, you know, because there was the, you know, the the most delicious bake of all, uh, chigs. Ugh. Gorgeous. And I'm, so, mm-hmm. to say nothing of George, who I, I also was quite smitten with. Yes, George um, is great. I'm nervous for George. He's still on the show, but, like, I feel like he's... He's had a couple of bad, like just okay weeks. But anyway, I've only watched the first episode, but he, I get the vibe. He's a bit of a like, uh, you know, it, it's like it's like a queen on Drag Race who just keeps ending up in the bottom three. You know, he's got sloppy yes. looks. You yes, know, exactly. Um, so a bit of a Stacey Lane Matthews. I'm like, come on, you <laughs> yeah, know? that's a good. Comparison. You need to bring it. You need to bring it. Um, but Chiggs is adorable. Uh, of course, there's Maggie, and. <gasps> I don't know if I sent this to you, but there is a contestant on Drag Race Down Under who is Maggie. <gasps> really? There is. Yes. I maybe I maybe I thought I'm gonna wait until the podcast, but I maybe I I'm gonna send you. Let's see. I'm gonna send you something. All right. I've just sent it to you via text. Great. I am excited for that. All right. I just got it. That was quick. Oh, I can no, see no. it. I can see it. Yep. It's the it's teeth. same. The it's big the teeth. smile. Yes. Uh huh. And the way they speak, that it's almost like every word. It's like they're about to yawn. Yes. It's yes. Like, yes. Oh, yes. I. Uh huh. I know. You know, it's like yeah. that kind of like biting back the yawn thing. Um. So, uh, that stood out to me. Uh, I mean, I love Great British Bake Off. I, you know, it's funny. The episodes. It's like they're not stressful, and yet they have like three challenges an episode, and I get a little stressed because I realize, oh God, there's so many gauntlets they have to go through, and I think it's I think it's because everybody's so lovely that like the stakes feel surprisingly high for such a sweet little show. Yes, I know it's so. I, I mean, the other two women that I really love, one of them is Lizzie, the like the wackadoo one. Oh, the wacky! Yeah, with, like, she's the different a real... color hair. I uh-huh. love her. She's a goose. Um, and I really like Freya a lot. She's like the really young one. And if it's it's okay oh. if you don't remember her, but um, she, she did just... really well in the first episode. Yes, she did, yeah. and surprisingly so. And she's only nineteen, which is crazy. Mm. Um, so I really like her a lot. I I just you know there's nothing not to love. Did I say that right? There's nothing yeah, not to love. Yeah, that sounds like not a to love. crazy sentence, but we're going to go with it. Yeah, nothing not to love means there's everything to love. Yes. Yeah. I yeah, I mean it's great. It's so, you know, and I well, I miss Sandy. I find, you know, th- these judges are all great and um yes. Yeah, it's I mean, that's what everybody knows. Good Great British Bake Off is just like such kind media comfort TV. You know, I will say the way that they say like, you know, they call them bakes. Yeah. Like cakes. I, I find that one. Oh God, all right. You like don't love little, like, I don't love the word bakes. <laughs> um, I, I, I think I've seen people use it in a way that I don't like. Okay. Um, and now great British bake off is paying the, the fine. Yeah. Point, okay. You know? I never thought um, about the word. That's interesting. 
Yeah. Bring your bakes up here. Ugh, shut up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so obviously I will continue watching. I have to play a bit of catch up and then we can be on the same page. Yes. I mean, if really the takeaway is that Chiggs is my current crush right now. I'm just like obsessed with him and I think he's so cute and he's 40 and I just, I just love him. <laughs> but that's oh, all. He's so cute. He's yeah. so cute and so sweet. And, um, and I just, yeah, it, if he goes to the end, if he wins, I'm going to lose my shit. Yeah, I feel like there's a there's like um a template that you can start to see. You know, there's there's always mm-hmm. a Maggie. There's always yep. a Chiggs, you know, someone Absolutely. handsome. And, you there's know, always there's, a Jurgen. Yeah, know. oh, the Jurgen. Jurgen's amazing, you know, though. He won two he's... weeks in a row so far. Oh, spoiler and alert. And I, I think I, I know. Sorry, week. sorry. Um, That's right. Uh, but he um, he's really smart. I feel like he's just that clear front runner. Um, oh yeah, yeah. He's. Uh, it was like, of course, the, the the German efficiency of building that that cake the first week. I know, um, but he's ugh. really like soft and goosey in his own way too. Like he's not. He's a little bit of a robot, but he also like, you know, he's awkward, but in a really interesting yeah. way. Yeah. When he won the first week, I remember him saying. I'm a very happy Jurgen. That's what he said. I'm a happy Jurgen. <laughs> um, yes. Well, good, uh, good, good, good. Well, great. Well, then I think that brings us to, we have, you know, the, the beat keeps on and we keep on beating it. So we've got more assignments. Um, whatever that means. That's yeah. a complicated way of saying, what do you got for me for next week? Uh, well, you have a choice. I know that it's kind of like a pick your poison situation um i would say have you let me ask you this have you watched any more of scenes from a marriage or have you even started squid game which sounds more appealing even if they this is my personal squid game (laughs) (laughs) Um, and i don't want it to be stressful also too and i i actually didn't come up with an alternative i just i figured you would be able to choose one and survive hopefully absolutely i because i want to get both under my belt you know what it looks like the group chat is is catching up with squid game as well i i will watch scenes from a marriage but i want to i want to you know i want to be with the cool kids um yeah so i I choose squid game yeah i choose squid game yeah uh yeah just episode one I think, um, you know, you'll be able to tell if it's if you're into it. But I, I mean, I would suggest keep going no matter what, just because I'm desperate to talk to people about it. Keon hasn't watched and a lot of people are sort of in transit at the moment. I haven't talked yeah. to anyone yet who has finished it. So I'm just kind of patiently waiting. Um, but I'm I'm excited for that. I think I think you'll like it. I think you will. And. There is a BSA episode. It's episode six. So if 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 you hate it, I might make you watch that episode too. I don't know. I don't know what will happen, but I I have a sense that I'm gonna get into it, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna be hooked, and I, you know, it's just having to get into it. But I I have a gap, and you know, I want to be a part of the, of everything. So yeah. um, part of everything. Well, right. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna play some Squid Game. All right, episode one. I can't yeah. wait. I can't wait to find out what everybody is is losing their banana peels over. I know. I will say this too. Um, I'm about halfway through watching the final episode of Scenes from a Marriage, and Tova has made her entrance uh, in the last okay. episode. And unless she comes back, not 
not clearly clearly not enough screen time uh yeah. so i was not like a, okay yeah. uh, a great sort of it's some steering wheel acting it qualifies maybe a future nominee um okay. her and oscar isaac's isaac's or oscar isaac hmm. i think it's oscar isaac okay are just in a car and you know and and you 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 guess correctly like she plays his mom so it's uh it's a it's a lovely little scene and i'm i'm actually anxious or not anxious but i'd be willing to go back and watch it again um but yeah so that's where i am with scenes from a marriage but looking forward to closing that up as well anyway right. moving forward moving on well i am good i'm you know we are in uh a, a spookier time of the year and so I, you know, I want to help encourage that, but I don't want to push, you know, I don't want to make anything too scary, but yeah. I think, so I, my friend had a little movie night, he's kind of doing it every week this month, and we all watched this movie on Saturday that I had seen before a while ago, and I, like, it was fascinating watching it again, and I think that you should watch this, uh, because it's lots of women, and it's really weird, and it's not too scary, but, oh, is it weird. And the less you know, the better going in. Okay. Um, it is a movie from 1973 called The Baby. The Baby. The Baby. The Baby. The Baby, if you will. Bebe. It is uh, It is available on Tubi. I think it's on YouTube. It's very easy to find. Um it is, uh, it's less than 90 minutes, and right. it is, oh, this fucking movie is so weird. And I just, I, and there is, there's an actress in it named Ruth Roman, who I think you will appreciate having in your catalog. Great. The so, baby. The baby. Oh, my God. This movie is, ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, the less you know, the better. I would say if you're able to just click on it, there's, um, there's no jump scares. No animals get hurt. There's no animals at all, I think, in it. Uh, and any violence is pretty minimal. Okay. I mean, coming off a of Squid Game, oh yeah, by the is going to be yeah. pretty tame. I don't know why I do these disclaimers anymore. You you binge Squid Game. I know. So, Couldn't stop. Uh, yeah. I mean, before I know it, you're going to be like, you're going to be assigning me Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> yeah, you know? exactly. Oh, if only. Well, great. I'm I excited know. for that. An easy title to remember. Yeah. Oh, that'll uh, be fun. Oh, I'm so wait. excited to get your thoughts on that. Ooh. Oh, my God. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, cool. Well, I think that brings us to our final segment, which, of course, as everybody knows at this point, is the BSA of the week. You know, we queen out on a food, a song, I think, anything in our lives is acting as a best supporting actress. Um, what do you got? Uh, I have a nominee, and it's like a, the way that I'm presenting this is... Um, I'll just get into it. I'm I'm stalling for some reason, but I'm yeah. going to give this to um it's like the group chat slash Daphne Kaczynski slash Amanda Kaczynski because Amanda Kaczynski has had a week, Colin. She oh. has broken her ankle and the Decimated x-rays it. are still giving me nightmares, frankly. I just uh, yeah, like it shattered, I think the doctor said, shattered her ankle. So but I think what's really, I maybe the the most specific part of this story is Jody's coverage and communicating with Amanda's mom Daphne during these harrowing times, and you know it, it was emergency surgery, like it it was no joke, like she had to get it 
fixed immediately. And, you know, Daphne, her mom was in a tizzy, but Jody has done just like an excellent, um, you know, translation of, you know, what state they're both in. And I said in the group text, like, we wanted more Daphne and Amanda Kaczynski under one roof, but not under the, not in these circumstances, but we made it happen. We manifested it. Yeah, exactly. But I am, uh, of course, like, devastated that this happened to her but especially like just moving back to canada her life is like she's got everything going for her her you know her job heavily relies on her moving which is hard so like there's that to contend with but daphne you know she was she was on she was on it she went out and bought a day bed she's ready yeah she (laughs) daphne's day bed i mean (laughs) that it's gonna be i mean really it is it's the all of this feels like the beginning of like a, a season of television or a movie where somebody, you know, moves back yes. to their hometown and just about to get their life settled. And then this happens. And, um, you know, I will say I, this is, I, I, this, I feel like I've heard of this happening before in different contexts where it's like, you know, for example, when someone's like, I'm going to finally get my finances together and then they lose their wallet or like, yeah. you know, I'm going to get back to exercising and they pull a muscle or something like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And it's, I don't know what it is. I don't think it's a bad thing. I think it's just kind of like, I don't know. Sometimes I think it's like when we we try to change the path. Oh, Marco's using his litter box right now. Excuse me. Could you poop on someone else's time? <laughs> um, but I think there's something about it. There's something where that just happens, and I don't think it means that we're cursed. I think it's almost like the universe being like, are you sure about this life change? You really want to commit to this? Just making sure, you know? Yeah. Um, And who knows what will come out of it? You know, like I, obviously this is awful and there's better ways to learn life lessons and make changes in life or do new things. But um, who knows? Maybe, you know, I think of that, the movie Rear Window. I mean, Jimmy Stewart, he broke his leg. He saw a murder across the courtyard. Who knows what could happen? I know Amanda would be into it, I feel. With all her true crime, it's what what she was born to do. Then she and Jody can do episodes about it, and then they realize that the guy's been listening, uh, and now he's on to them. Uh, thrilling! Right, that's thrilling. So it's I'm very excited thrilling. for that. Um, yeah. I'm gonna wrap up my BSA real quick too, because the my BSA of the week is Squid Game, and really, there's nothing oh, else yes. to say besides that because I'm not gonna spoil anything. Um, but I have just it's really consumed my life. <laughs> And I'm loving, we actually started a separate group chat, Amanda, Jody, and I. So once you start watching, you could be oh in there too. Oh my. I know. Ugh. Dun, dun, that, dun. Ugh, that's my, that's my, that's the my motivation. WSA yeah. of the week. That's, <laughs> I'm excluded from a group chat. I know. Jody started it. Uh, it's her fault. Oh um, my God. But it's I great. I can't even. Well, it's gonna be Jody, good. you were going to be my BSA of the week, and now you're not. No, uh, no I'm just kidding. Uh, well, I, I want to be a part of it. I want to be. I will not be excluded. Not on my watch. So uh, that is the most motivating factor. Yes. Well, obviously, next week I'll be able to contribute. I'm sure after the first episode, I'll want to watch more. So I'll yeah. be a little bit more caught up. Um, and then you guys can include me, which will feel really good. <laughs> um, so... Anyway, um, well, my BSA of the week should also come as no surprise. My BSA of the week is mass. Mass. Oh, and it's I, two things we oh, can't talk about. Yeah. 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 Yeah, exactly. Our BSAs of the week are things we can't talk about. But I did see it on Monday, and uh, this episode's coming out on Friday, and I am going 
to see it again tomorrow <gasps> with my friend and Anne Dowd will be there for a Q&A. I couldn't believe it myself whenever you sent me that text. I was like, how? I'm furious and um, and so thrilled for you at the same time. I mean, if there was some way I could get you here for that, I mean, this I would know. be the like you and I watching mass together with Anne in the room. <sighs> it's I don't know. so thrilling. I can't I I mean, it's like take notes, you know. Uh, oh, yeah. Do whatever you can to like just, you know, <laughs> dictate as much in your brain to to bring back to the pod. Yeah, I will. I, I, I will. I will. T- I will try. I will try to remember. As yeah, of they course. Say. It's all going to be a blur. Yeah, but it's all going to be a blur. But um, I I don't want to say too much about mass because I want you to just see it unqualified. But I am. It was so it was so exciting to watch a movie that is all about acting choices. Mm-hmm. And because I mean, you know, the things we do know is it's basically four people in a room having a real time conversation. And so like, there's only so much you can do in terms of, you know, uh, anything other than making the dialogue interesting and, um, and, and finding all these nuances in between the lines. And I just was really blown away. All four of them are excellent. They each have very different energies. They each kind of are bringing something different to the, the, the scenes. I mean, Jason Isaacs, I mean, of course the women are amazing, but it's worth saying Jason Isaacs, is phenomenal. Uh, Reed Bernie, he, it, I think, has one of the more challenging roles because he has to, he doesn't get to be as emotional because of who his character is. Um, but Martha Plimpton, I, I mean, I think we've talked about her a little bit because she was in that yeah. production of Company. Wow. This woman is. I can't fucking wait. Woman. Do you think like yeah. more so than Anne in a way, or is it is it like, you know, it's who's tough? Okay, two different it's because yeah, two different apples, two and different apples and oranges, but a delicious fruit salad. Because then there's Anne. There is Anne who is, I mean, really. I mean, when we talk about quintessential best supporting actress, and granted, you know, she has quite a bit of screen time. Screen time, but like it is very much. Oh, there's just. I can't say anything. I can't say anything, oh, which I know is frustrating. People I know. I, I like almost want you to, but I know. I yeah, know. It's, it's it's. It is. I. It is the best I have ever seen Anne Dowd, and that's saying Whoa. Like I didn't know it was possible. What okay. She could do. Okay. Yeah. Um, wow. And I just am so excited to see it again. I'll probably see it even a few more times because it's just can't wait to buy it and just you know queen out on it so um yeah it really i just oh i'm i'm so i can't wait for you to see it i feel i know i feel like i'm rubbing it in no it's okay um, i mean i i knew this was coming i've prepared yeah um and And it's just gonna make it all more exciting yeah yeah it'll be to you in two weeks so that'll be here before i know it i will be yeah i will be at that theater i don't know if keon wants to see it with me but i'll go by myself because he i told him what it was about and he was like oh geez but I think he did. Yeah. It's like it's it's hard to say like you'd like a movie like that, but like maybe through the lens of like, but the acting's really great, and this is the movie that everyone's going to be talking about, and it's Anne. So get your it's ass Anne. in the car. <laughs> yeah, maybe I need to then just come to Pittsburgh and watch it with. I you. know, I know. There, so, it is. there it is. There it is. Well, 
that, I mean, did, did were there any other nominations, BSAs, thoughts, feelings, emotions? No, I feel good. I mean, it's a it's Squid Game, but it's you know limited talking points there as well. So I'm yeah, I can't wait for you to watch, and I can't wait for Mass. And uh, yeah, that's all she wrote. I feel, and that's all she wrote. I see that coat. I see that purse. I know where you're going. You're going in the car. I can see you. Yeah. Um, well, I'm going to join you. Uh, we are out of here, folks. Next week, we're back with another uh, spooky Best Supporting Actress. Yes. I don't, are we going to tell them? Do we? Uh, do we uh, no, let's not tell them. Let's yeah. not tell them. I was going to yeah. say, what, what would be a hint? But I don't know. What would be a hint? I think um, the hint would be... Uh, I saw this movie and I liked it. I liked it. <laughs> Perfect. That would be my hint. That yeah. was good. That was good. Thanks. Thanks. Um, anyway, that's all, folks. We'll see you next week. Yeah. Bye. Bye.